0: The Bizzle! I'm called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. Guys, welcome to The Bizzle Cast. Commentary for The Defender Season 1. A commentary I always thought I would do. Uh, but here I am doing it. I got my Kindle fire going. I never thought I'd be so happy for the day that my PlayStation stopped working consistently. <laughs> but now I have an actual TV controller. Stay in my lounge, ca- uh, lounge chair. With my computer, and I'm playing more computer games, which are much smarter, less than video games. Here we are in Cambodia with Iron Fist, who I knew nothing about because I heard this series was terrible, and I watched 10 minutes of it and I could barely stand it. But I didn't care. I didn't even get through Luke uh, Cage Season 1 for a really, really long time. Maybe not till after this, because I knew I would always see them in The Defenders, which is why I love the team ups, and I see all the solos for the Marvel, uh, you know, cinematic universe for the most part. But you know cap has three great movies iron man i don't know has one thor it's so hard to judge one and three two is obviously terrible but hemsworth and Hillston are great so why am i doing this okay so i was originally supposed to do captain america of war commentary tonight guys and then i which i've done but it was a weird three-person commentary (laughs) <laughs> here's danny rand he's actually great in the defenders i didn't want to go back and watch iron fist after this but i think i will watch iron fist season two based on this performance to be honest with you um and you know like age of ultron like the matrix reloaded and even to a certain extent like the last jedi i'm not like most of white old school 80s 90s growing up nerd fans when it comes to this stuff I think Daredevil season one and two are really good. I love Jessica Jones season one. I can't get through two. I can in and out on Luke Cage, but this is already cooler than anything I saw from Iron Fist. So I was supposed to do civil war commentary and I'm going to redo it because I want to talk about the effect that black Panther had and uh, infinity war, obviously, but especially black Panther post civil war has on looking back on civil war. I also want to do age of ultron because i still think it's my favorite avengers movie i'm not gonna even try and argue it's the best but it is but still my favorite is ultron no doubt i want to talk about that that was one of the very first commentaries i ever did and while it was really good um it was still an early commentary a lot of play by play i was super excited but i got to do the rogue one twice i got to do the star wars commentary twice and here's the thing the Defender series might be very up and down, both between seasons and characters and within seasons uh, on Netflix. However, as great as like Cap, the Cap movies and the Avengers movies are, to see many times in the theater and many times afterwards, they do ultimately start to grow old in a way that Star Wars does not. And I can foresee a format like this, with this iron fist, oh man uh the dragon Fest or whatever it's called is great it, it looks amazing um you know this is more in the star wars mold and part of the reason i'm doing this guys other than i love christian Ritter, jessica jones i can't bear to watch the current season because i really don't like it and i know i will like rewatching this the spinning shot is great he's already doing awesomer you know you put an actor like this who's talented who is miscast but you put him with three other great marvel netflix characters oh and jessica henwick oh my god Oh my god. Okay, you guys want a deep dive abyssal. Crush is Jessica Henwick. She plays Jess in The Force Awakens. What with you, (laughs) Poe? oh man she's so great she got mocked because they like cast a bunch of asian girls to play a extended supporting part for khaleesi in all the brown characters you know they get blamed the asians of course she's great she makes danny so much better i almost want to go back and watch the iron fist season one episodes that are just jess uh jessica henwick and um uh what's his name he plays Danny Rand he plays the Iron Fist she's so great I mean she's gorgeous but when you see her in real life she's like girl next door beautiful you know she's like the Asian Gwyneth Paltrow of 23 years old she's so appealing and in the comic books next to Poe she has she's by far the coolest character all right here we go amazing intro we knew it was coming after the daredevil brilliant intro and Jessica Jones all-time great with the you know electric guitars. Yeah. It, it, just my culture uh finn jones finn jones finn jones okay um so i really like this but spoiler warning i also love uh age of ultron and i also really like justice league i don't love it because i haven't seen it that many times maybe twice but i really like justice league And, and it's because i like these individual characters a lot and when they come together i'm able to excuse so much sloppiness and like a Justice League, and even like in Avengers 1, and depending on how you feel on Ultron or Thanos, uh, the bad guy is ultimately the undoing of the defenders in a lot of people's eyes. I can't... dispute it especially with Vincent D'Onofrio season one of Daredevil Uh, John Brunthal as a Punisher season two as anti-hero hero hero, villain and of course Kilgrave season one Jessica Jones it's just tough you know I know people love the Luke Cage villain I'm sorry it's just not the same as D'Onofrio and and Tenet they blew their load and they now they have to get great bad guys again because I love Sigourney Weaver as a historical (laughs) film figure but she's not doing it for me it's not her fault but avatar and a poorly written villain and defenders she does everything possible here's jessica jones in the real the first real scene <laughs> she's still drinking she killed Kilgrave. she's a disgrace oh yeah here's rachel taylor baby oh trish and this is the main reason i'm doing it is i finally got rid of bizzlecastv.com which no one was going to and reuploaded jessica jones podcast commentaries to the main bizzlecast page and god damn you guys i love you they're already doing better than <laughs> it's already jessica jones commentary um spoiler alert rachel taylor's accent goes down for some reason here uh, but, but oh jessica jones pulls it off we got a problem <laughs> uh but god bless you guys jessica jones commentaries are already doing as well or better than a lot of good recent podcasts i've done you stood up to a really awful, awful person. In the one exactly that's killer. And this is this is the thing I realized, guys. And this is ultimately the re- reason I'm doing this after rewatching and then re-listening to my commentaries. the one, of Jessica Jones is. I'm always arguing that if if there's no way to stop a serial killer, a mass murderer, or a genocidal killer other than killing them. When you've done everything possible, it's Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones spends the entire first season of JJ trying not to kill Kilgrave, getting tons of people killed because she doesn't want to murder the guy, only for the girl that she's trying to save committing suicide to force Jessica's hand to murder the guy, which she ultimately does. And he deserves it, and we all know it. And if you, it, that's the thing. You need to be a liberal progressive and still understand that, rationally, what Jessica Jones did at the end of season one to Kill Grave was... What needed to happen. And that's a really tough message for people to hear. And that's what they need the rape story and a female, you know, <laughs> underdog character to carry it. My, you know, my culture is just the man as Luke Cage. Here's the thing I love Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but the combination of me not loving, uh, and don't get me wrong, I love the music, the shooting, and the actors and Luke Cage seasons I've watched so far. But, you know, he, to me, he's great in the orbit of Jessica Jones on his own. My culture, while well, a talented, actor is not someone i would follow lead role in in any context and so i'm not going to carry them over here just like finn jones and iron fist but i love them in the orbit of daredevil Jessica Jones, and that's exactly why they put jj and daredevil together and while daredevil still is calling the shots and i've had an ongoing argument with people about who's actually the leader here jessica jones lets matt murdoch take the lead towards the end of this series and we'll watch it but it's only because she's the to one have to deal with it, and she's the spiritual moral leader, like fucking General Russo. General Urso, let's cast Ian in K two take most of the ma- make most of the tactical decisions. Come on, <laughs> oh yes, Foggy, so cordially written in season one of Daredevil. But I've always believed in his potential. To be honest with you, Foggy Nelson, Franklin Nelson. Yeah, I just thought his writing was bad. It was writing too much to what he looked like in his voice. As opposed to challenging him to play someone similar but different, which is what you want to do. Like Christopher Ritter, Kristen Ritter is nothing like Jessica Jones, but it's in her wheelhouse. And they st- now that he's working for with or for Hogarth, yeah, reputation. Yep, there it is. By the way, I tried not to listen to myself, and I couldn't do it. Two two years, around this time, two years ago, I decided to always listen to myself live in my ears while I was recording, and I think I've been much better since then, but that's up for debate. Yep, there's Hogarth, in case you help, need help starting over. I'm not starting over. He's already got Met connections. Yeah, exactly. Thing is, the extended character studies of all the characters is very interesting, depending on if you buy into the actors, you like the actors, and you like the characters in the camp mystery of their side characters. And for me, Jessica Jones was just the one I can to the most. But I love Charlie Cox. I've been preaching this guy since Stardust. The great Neil Gaiman fantasy anti-Harry Potter, Harry Potter movie for adults. Look at him. He's so blind. It's great. Uh, with him and Claire Danes. But he's like a little boy. Claire Danes is already a woman. And she's literally Stardust. She's a fallen star to, to Earth, creating this magical realm. And he falls in love with her. And he trains swords with Robert De Niro and Ricky Gervais. And they fight against Michelle Pfeiffer. It's exactly all the coolness that you expect from that description he's so great that's the thing this entire defenders is worth it because of Jessica Jones season one and Daredevil seasons for me yep we see Charlie Charlie Cox says here's the thing Here's the thing, everyone loves Joss Whedon for the Avengers because they say, oh, it rebooted the, the, the comic book franchise, the coming together story, and Ultron's not as good. Why is Ultron as good? Well, it's not the coming together story. Well, yeah, we already did the coming together story. The thing is, they've already established it by having Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and having some other crossovers, mostly via Rosario Dawson, who we're going to talk about. But we have to reestablish what they do, the same way the Avengers do in the first couple acts in Avengers Age of Ultron, and again, Infinity War. Well, I guess Infinity War just plays in everything we've known. That's the crazy thing about Infinity War. it's it's like force awakens even though it's the end of phase three of force awakens the beginning of the trilogy it's essentially the same thing in that it's playing on generations of people knowing the backstories of all the main like you know six to twelve characters all right here we go spinning the camera super cinematic here, here, here is the, the two main problems of Defenders I'm going to lay it out right now and we'll see, watch to see if I'm right based on my memory. One of the first four episodes of the event, which proves your guys' point which is the Avengers coming together episodes are better than the final four episodes where they've come together and they're just fighting the bad guy. Also the bad guy is not great. It's not Sigourney Weaver's fault. It's too much mustache twirling. It's a lot of, I'm writing poetry and putting it on screen. Just not a huge fan. I thought they would make her more emotive, emotional, irrational, and not just a you know massive crime lawyer with tons of money. Okay, here we go. This is a great exchange. This is it. Jessica Jones establishes a comedy tone. This establishes the stakes. Establishes the stakes right here. He's going to tell him the secret yes yes i always wanted to do this with my students but it's illegal and ill-advised the buddies will help your parents yeah he doesn't tell him he wants to he wants to be like i'm daredevil and i'm doing this for kids like you oh yeah because he's blind he's saying right everybody's gonna tell you how to feel i love this doctors can say this is possible this is great yeah don't feel sorry for yourself therapist oh i'm already angry yes uh, God, everyone, I would just say God, even though I don't believe in God, right, I just want my life back, it's not how it works, kid, not how it works, you don't go up in life, you just get down and try and control the fall, but there's a certain freedom in that, a certain liberation, maybe you won't, yeah, this is so great, and this is the thing, As the character studies of them slowly come together over the first force episodes which would be avengers one does pale to the comparison of them teaming up being at full power overestimating the enemy you know losing and then winning which is like age of ultron so in that case yes it's avengers one but it doesn't matter because jessica jones is like that too the first nine episodes with the exception of two episodes in the first nine jessica jones episodes are spotlessly awesome And then it's just a chase to kill kill Kilgrave. And there's so much good stuff. In the meantime, we build up so much goodwill that it's worth it. Here, they only have eight. And I thought eight was a great idea. But I do think ten would have been the way to go. They should have gone Game of Thrones. Why mess with Game of Thrones? Now, Game of Thrones is going to six to eight for the last two seasons. But they've done ten forever. They should have done ten. Ah, Karen Page. Me and my dad don't like her. It's not the actress's fault. She's too pretty. The thing is, my dad hasn't seen Katie Cassidy as... uh, as Black Canary slash Laurel Lance and Arrow just an embarrassing female portrayal in in the 20 teens Karen Page is so interesting and cool and empowered compared to that and I haven't even seen Punisher and I'm sure she's great in that but here's the thing unlike Blue Cage going to Rosario Dawson and God, guys I cannot I cannot say enough although I love Kristen Ritter I would never blame any man ever who's a free man, who's not connected, here's beautiful Jessica Henwick, to go to Rosario Dawson under any circumstances. She's like my perfect woman in terms of personality, in terms of political views, in terms of awesomeness, coolness, beautifulness, sexiness, earthiness, normalness, realness. Rosario Dawson is literally my perfect woman. She's the nerd queen. She's in all the great nerd properties. The only thing she hasn't done is a sokotano and we all want it to happen. It has to happen. Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka Tano. But because I hadn't watched Iron Fist back to the show here, I was so fine with this. He's hot. I mean, he's a skinny guy. You know, I think if I was a girl, I wouldn't be into this. This dude. I I would be into Luke Cage over this guy which is why it's great that they become buddies and by the way guys I predicted that J.J. and Daredevil would lead the show and that's what they were one and two in the initial rollout and that's why Luke Cage and Iron Fist were three and four and they would be grouped together I don't think I was alone in that whatsoever but they sell the buddy great the same way Henry Cavill and The Flash Ezra Miller and so forth are much better in Justice League than they give him credit these actors bring each other up and the expectation is everything is going to be Avengers 1 or Avengers 8 uh, I, I i guess infinity war which i'm thrilled people love because it wasn't even the coolest characters it's just filmed so cinematically i don't know why they didn't think they could make eight episodes stretch to ten it seems so obvious yeah death follows wherever these characters go of course they seek it out to stop it my problem with the first episode of iron fist was it was supposed to be an ironic commentary about a spoiled rich boy who spent too much time in the east coming back home and claiming his fortune when it's convenient for him it was also obvious but here he fucking looks like Stephen amell from arrow speaking of arrow he seems so much more adult this is great after they gave you everything you are you let them die yeah This is like Jessica Jones shit. The mental trauma. This isn't even teased in the first couple episodes of Iron Fist. I just hate that nerd boys, because they love Iron Fist in the comics and want cool, powerful male nerd characters on screen are willing to forgive bad writing. But at the same time, I don't have any judgment against Finn Jones because I thought it was completely writing a direction that failed him. And I'm looking here with him and Jessica Henwick. They've been on screen for 16 minutes and 47 seconds. Him and Jessica Henwick have been on screen half the time and they're gripping and they remain gripping throughout. I love Iron Fist, especially when he's with Jessica Henwick. She is so great. Look how normal she is. I mean, she's beautiful, but like, all, you know, all, all people who are beautiful inside are beautiful on the outside. And she's just a beautiful person. You could just see it. And she's fucking Jess with Poe Dameron in Black Squadron. Come on. Come on. Black Squadron. We better bring Jess back in episode nine. I will be so upset. I want to say, (laughs) yeah, he's having nightmares again. Like, in uh, this is totally Neo-Trini shit. Yeah. This is, like, more poorly written than Neo-Trini. Right everything has been totally flawless until here and now they're not giving these actors good materials and they're doing normal tv shooting back and forth that's the ultimate tragedy of this should have been 10 episodes but there are parts that should have been shot better oh look at that shot just kind like oh she's such a bad just pava i believe is her name oh she's so cool the droids won't fly with her because she's such a ballsy flyer she gets her droids killed by accident all the time and so the droids like agree at the, at the resistance base that none of them are going to fly with her and R2-D2 and BB-8 don't try and convince them otherwise it's great just Pava she's fantastic I know this is in comic books it's based on her portrayal in the movie Force Awakens I just want more I just want more I guess what I'm saying is I thought they could do 8 perfect episodes but they couldn't and so do 13 imperfect episodes we can figure this out. Her and Chloe Bennett going very interesting, different angles. Um, God, Chloe Bennett. Why is she dating Logan Paul? She's such a fucking empowered female character. I love it. I love it. I want to... It's a thing. If she has a major... Here's Sigourney Weaver, who I love. Uh, but if Jessica Henwick... Um, as I'm sorry, as Colleen Wing has a major role in Iron Fist 2. Like a major role, like this major role? I mean, there's a reason why both Trish and Colleen Wing have major acting spots, even though the writing isn't even, in this season. It's because they are great. Trish, like, you know, like Kilgrave, but Kilgrave's gone, so we have Trish. Trish made Jessica extra great. And Colleen... I mean Colleen completes Iron Fist. It it feels to me like an ant man and wasp situation, but even more obvious. Like it should be like, you know, Iron Fist and Colleen season two or whatever. This is of course the Mary McDonnell cancer scene from the beginning of Battlestar Galactica. President Roslin and the point Secretary of Education, Rosalind. And, you know, giving women cancer giving women breast cancer to Free them from all normal human responsibilities and actions is kind of convenient, and I'm not totally on board with. It's kind of an easy way out. The problem is, they make it work for them for almost all, I would argue, especially with with Rosalind's character... Laura Roslin's character in, in Battlestar. It works for all four <laughs> seasons beginning to end. Probably more than any other character, including the Admiral. Her character is the most consistent and believable, as radical of an arc as it takes back and forth. Um, but you need to learn to love and root for Laura Roslin for two and a half, t- or I no, should say one and a half to two full seasons until you start questioning her in season three and really start questioning her in season four here immediately it's playing on the fact that we like so and weaver and she has cancer so now we're going to give her some passes for being a ruthless villain it's a bad setup it's cliched it's not interesting and they this is a case of they focus on so many things having to do with the production and the side actors that i think i even said this at the time on a podcast which is Though, again, I really like the Defenders uh, way more than must. I wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Um, uh, And this is beautifully shot. Straight from the Spielberg school of shooting, like everybody. Here's Jessica. Yeah, Is this Jessica? Uh, um. (laughs) She's wasted, gets hit by the elevator. She's not ready for it. Her coffee spills. Yeah, oh, here we go. Another case. I'm um, so. <laughs> I love Jessica Jones so much. That's why I'm here, people. I love JJ. I really like Charlie Cox's Daredevil, but I love me some JJ. I'm cray cray for JJ. <laughs> uh, they still get all their backstories, and Iron Fist taking himself way too seriously as an Eastern, you know, warrior p- prince. JJ being JJ, Daredevil being Daredevil, Luke Cage being Luke Cage. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh, God. I totally forgot everything I was saying. I can't stop watching her. She's so. Claire Danes was ultimately able to keep me enraptured with her performance way longer than Jessica Jones because. While the writing of any Homeland season was never as good as season one of Jessica Jones, overall Homeland was very consistent for three or four seasons, and uh, I gave up on it. Here, it really dropped off a cliff with JG season two. But, you just, I just, here's the thing I mean, this is like Joss Whedon's Avengers. Are there longer pauses of sort of weirdness in Ultron than in the original Avengers? Yes. Avengers never stops. It builds and builds and builds and builds and builds, just like my Rogue One formula, which I love. Uh-oh. Voice box. But I keep waiting for the great moments. Everything with Jessica Jones is great moments. Even though she's not shooting with the normal director or writer, nor- written by normal writers. Great shot through the wall. This is very Jessica Jones shot. Here's the thing. Boom oh yeah hip-hop with luke cage doesn't even hide that he's just a badass motherfucking black man and you know what god bless it i fucking love it i love luke cage as is the thing i just like luke cage with the other characters it's not that i'm not interested in his whole story from like a humanitarian standpoint a humanistic standpoint but with so much other tv and i'm not a tv guy as you guys know generally it's you have to pick and choose And so if I can watch him with Jessica Jones and with Daredevil and with Iron Fist, it's just more interesting to me. And so that's what I choose to do. You know what? We should praise people for their choices. Stop judging people because they don't love the things you love. It doesn't really matter. Just respect it. Respect them. All right, guys. I took a little bit of a break, even though you can't tell, obviously, with the recording. Uh, For a number of reasons Here's Luke Cage getting free And back with Rosario Dawson And God bless him for it We know Luke and Jessica have to end up together It's in the comics But it makes total sense And in fact if you listen to my JJ commentary Which I've re-released which is doing great Thank you guys so much I predicted that the one woman That would be a threat to Jessica in terms of Luke Would be Rosario as Claire Temple And indeed these guys become You know buddies slash sex partners I still think Luke is going to end up with Jessica For comics and other reasons Uh, But it was great that they finally gave Rosario Sort of a full season arc Here on uh, Luke Cage Which I saw some of Um, I like Mike Hulter a lot But he's not uh, As a character Luke Cage is not as interesting to me As Daredevil or Jessica Jones So I took a break, about five days, because I was going away, and during that time, I watched the entire Punisher series, which I fucking loved, I can't believe I put off, and while it doesn't come up here, it was in Daredevil Season 2, and I've seen uh, an episode or two of the new Iron Fist season, which is much better than the first season, uh, but mostly I just wanted to get a sense of where it was going, because as I mentioned earlier, I really really like Iron Fist, Danny Rand, and Jessica Henwick as Colleen Wing, so far here. Um, Oh, I gotta put the subtitles on, hold on one sec. All right, so they're doing pillow talk here, talking about mangoes. Maybe that's a Seinfeld reference. Maybe it's not. Mangoes in New York is a big thing. Um, But... I really liked this series and I thought the main problem as I've been uh, sketching out is that the first four of the eight of the Defenders is great with them coming together, Avenger style, but the second part is so much about the hand and about Sigourney Weaver and her cancer and her fight against the hand and blah, 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 it just gets less interesting. However, there are certain relationships like Colleen Wing meeting Misty Knight, for example, which we'll see later on, which gets me through it and I think that the series is very underrated. I will say right now, guys... Um, The Punisher, for me, is clearly the only other excellent, uh, series from beginning to end, other than Jessica Jones season one. And then you have the two Daredevil seasons, and then Luke Cage is pretty good, and there's a big drop to JJ2 and the Iron Fist series, and so forth. I can't speak too highly, uh, too much about Luke Cage, but as I've talked about um, often, call me selfish, right? The least selfish person in the planet is Claire Temple. Um, and you needed someone having a stable romance while this is going on because it's a who are you fighting for thing and we needed claire to interact with misty knight and colleen and so forth is this is this misty so you guys should see just Good- Joan season one if you haven't i'm not going to talk about reva and the luke cage connection hey misty she still got both arms <laughs> um I just love the team ups, and since it's only eight episodes, I'm willing to ride through it because the first four are great coming together, and the last one or two are great, you know, in the final battle. But I love The Punisher. I'm going to do, I think, a commentary on The Punisher. It was great character, casting, acting, dialogue, conception. Uh, very balanced anti-war anti-gun talk or or at least questioning those things karen page i i I know i dissed karen page earlier in this but i i always saw potential in her like with foggy when she gets good writing like in the punisher series for four or five episodes she is spectacular great karen page was awesome so here we are in diner in manhattan never a bad idea okay here we go here we go love matt murdoch every problem with daredevil has to do with writing the characters are great the casting is great he is perfect karen's ability to have these semi-platonic loyalty friendships and semi bordering on romance with both her and punisher is is amazing and i give punisher tons of credit for making her Basically, a sister in Punisher's new family. You know, they may be at the major attraction. I think they do. But he's defending her not because he loves her from a sort of idealized standpoint, but from a family standpoint. Does she know his secret? oh yeah she knows she knows everything's on the table this is great and that's what i love about this series is it combines avengers 1 and avengers age of ultron they're coming together but they've also established their identities and people know about it people close to them know about it and are dealing with it i don't know if foggy's even talking to him at this point yeah do you miss it so my playstation is completely dead but i'm using amazon uh kindle fire stick which is fantastic And So I've been talking a lot about both the prevalence of and the constant problem of English people being cast because they're so attractive and even more so such great actors in American roles in these series. If you know that they're English actors, you can normally tell, unlike Australian actors who are flawless... Shout out Nova Stream, Brick Girl, and uh, The Australians are flawless. English people have major trouble, and so they try to do sort of an exaggerated New York accent. For the most part, the English actors in Punisher did well. It, it, it never took me out of it, but I was able to identify all the British actors before I even knew they were British and before I looked at IMDb. I, of course, knew Charlie Cox from Stardust, who I fucking love, and his very precise way of talking but very smooth at the same time fits with his sort of educated but inner city new york character it's great it's great Uh uh-oh here's karen taking a statement for the press he's doing it yeah he'll do whatever she wants also the filming is so good. oh jessica jones here's the thing i'll say it again i i might not i would have watched the series enjoyed no matter what (laughs) no yeah, hey, no, we're not doing the thing where you come in here like you live here. You gave me a key, you took the spare key. <laughs> she's so great. But now she's, you know, she's wearing the more normal blue and black flannel. <laughs> God, I love her. It's funny, too, because if you follow Kristen Ritter on social media, she's the opposite of this girl. She's sweet, she's got a dog who she loves, she's just a little ray of sunshine. <laughs> And it was a great touch to have Jessica be the brains to figure out what's going on early on with this operation. Spoiler alert, she's the smartest one of the four of them by far. But what I didn't realize about Iron Fist, and we'll get back to him, is the fact that he's a straight-ahead good guy who wants to believe the best even in the worst people is very refreshing in this universe. You know, Devil, Daredevil wants to save everyone. Jessica thinks everyone, including herself, is terrible. Luke is just kind of skeptical, uh, uh, but loves a handful of people. And Iron Fist is an idealist. Uh, I predicted that Jessica Jones was going to have a major problem with Matt Murdock, and they do butt heads early on, but they do connect also early on, which is probably the, my favorite part of a favorite episode of the series. Um, her making fun of Iron Fist was very predictable, but in terms of writing an eight. <laughs> a couple black number <laughs> uh-huh yeah. yeah she's so great at these fake phone calls <laughs> malcolm's loving it this guy was a crackhead she saved his ass from killgrave and from crack he's loyal to her for life no matter what he he would literally take a ball for her and she'd never forgive herself <laughs> pay phones oh this is great how far in are we yeah, so they did the first episode uh, 50, About 50 minutes That makes sense Am I lying? Yeah, he knows about the drug trade Even though it was forced on him by Kilgrave That's the thing These two with Rachel Taylor are the, the brains <laughs> I want my key back He's not leaving Yeah, She wants him there She has to say it Misty Knight's amazing, everyone loves her And she's a great piece of connective tissue That they don't have to use Claire Temple all the time They can use Misty Knight She's more proactive, she's a cop She's got a metal arm, spoiler alert at the end of this She's a tough, more of a tough love You know, as opposed to gentle love The thing with Luke Cage is The music, the shooting, the actors The characters I loved It was just moving too slow for me So I'm going to have to go back and watch the two Luke Cage seasons But what I love is they do set this up as if you've only watched, okay, so basically they set up the Defenders as if you've watched two to three on average of the five or six seasons that had led up to this. And that's a very, very, very smart strategy. Just like Avengers was like, have you seen Iron Man 1 and Cap 1 or have you seen Thor and Hulk? Like you'll still get most of what's going on. Oh right and this is so brilliant charlie's doing his job in the core jessica's doing her job with the pi luke is doing him just trying to clean up their neighborhood and help you know lost black boys basically iron fist is exploring the like the hand and the high level you know chinese and japanese yakuza mystical craziness and it all leads to the tower scene at the end of episode two or three um And this is the way to do it. And while I've been praising the fact that Netflix is going from 13 to 10 episodes on their character series, like an Iron Fist, which is okay. I'm like, an episode and a half into Iron Fist season. And because Finn Jones is appealing, if not a great actor, and the writing is okay, and I love Jessica Henwick, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. So I might be watching. So I've seen Punisher. I've literally seen everything now other than some of Luke Cage, Iron Fist season one, and I'm watching Iron Fist season two. As I'm doing this, it's part of why I'm doing this. Uh, here we go, the vigilante, the humanitarian vigilante. Yep. Right. So she says, you know, be a role model, and of course he's gonna try and be a role model. I think shit goes to shit. Uh 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 uh. uh. <clears throat> By the way, I'm, I'm just gonna say it right now. As someone who has lived in Africa and spent tons of time working with uh, uh, black uh, Americans and black Africans on both sides of the continents, a, lo- a lover of hip hop, people love luke cage across the board from a diversity standpoint racially and that's why people love jessica jones across the gender roles at least oh he's here he comes for yes confession just like the first daredevil episode this is great and he really trusts this guy he, they kill this dude i think it's a point spoiler alert in this series he's such a brilliant actor I lied to someone, someone I love, probably Karen. She said, right, do I miss the life? Uh, The other life, which yeah, the priest knows. His confidant, his confessor. Yeah, that's a lie. We know that's a lie. Yeah, right. This is part of finding the truth. The fact that he would come right to him and say he's lying is part of the journey. Yep, sign of indecision. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, because of Elektra in particular in the situation in general, he's forced to, to get back into that life. The Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, the Lord looks on the heart. Cliched, but true. Assuming you believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. God knows your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Jessica, he thinks he's so damaged. He's way less damaged than Jessica. Here comes the straight talk. He's looking right at him through the thing. Mm-hmm. I life you, lad. Does, is your heart so wet? Does he encourage him to do this? Yeah. This is the killing bad guys for necessity thing. Electra. Yeah. The... I'll say right now, guys, all of my small problems, some of which I mentioned, some of which are coming, I have with this season, would have been solved if they had let Electra be not just a mind controlled robot Terminator killer machine, because she's so great when she's playing her out of control bipolar self in Daredevil Season 2. So we'll see. It's funny that they call her Electra. Mm hmm. The thing is, my constant bet with Maddie G about whether Daredevil and Jess would be the leader, I knew he would end up being the face of the Defenders and the tactical leader. I still think she's the spiritual, emotional leader. But they give them equal time as the main two, and then Iron Fist and Luke Cage still get a ton of time, but the next two. This is such a predictable team. The woman with cancer somehow showing humanity by giving pigeons food. It's just, you have to write Sigourney Weaver complex roles. But because of Madame Gao right here, it works. Because of this woman who I think she ultimately kills. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. That's a uh De- director line. <laughs> Lyra back from the dead. It's a miracle Trouble as always, Lyra. But, but her mustache twirling of, like, everything's horrible and I'm going to rebuild this town it makes less sense than D'Onofrio. Kilgrave doesn't give a fuck about rebuilding anything. He just wants Jessica. The villains in Luke Cage, from what I understand, are very believable, even though they're a little uneven. Madame Gao is super believable as a sort of... Uh, the negative evil side of like a Michelle Yao type character from Crouching Tiger using her brains and and philosophy for evil. Madam Gao should have been the main character, not Sigourney Weaver. Now I do like that they fuck with her the whole time and that forces her hand, especially with her dying to take them out. But these scenes could have been cut way down. They're going all way down. It shouldn't be a 50, 50 split. It shouldn't even be a 70, 30 split between good guys, bad guys. There should be very little, if you don't have D'Onofrio and you don't have Kilgrave, even with Kilgrave, we mostly are with Jessica. Where? I won't form the others. Yeah. Ga- whoop. Gau stays on her side for a while, but that changes. I mean, there are almost no evil, mustache-twirling, good Sigourney lines in this whole series. I can't blame her for that. She's not writing it. This is a very strictly written series. Here we go. Great shooting with with Luke Cage. I mean, (laughs) undoubtedly, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are the most relatable, the coolest shot, the most original. They are the most interesting and coolest of the new superheroes. All right, so here comes the trying to be your father in absentia thing. Ooh, bulletproof. (laughs) One floor up, sir. So, guys, Punisher's amazing. And it's not a coincidence that J.J. Season 1 and Punisher Season 1 are probably the least connected to anything Marvel, either on TV or on, uh, in the movies, and they just do their own thing that's very loosely based on their Marvel characters, and it's fantastic. I mean, J.J. is a more revolutionary show. When I'll watch more, it makes me laugh and I love, but Punisher is extremely, extremely compelling and tightly written from beginning to end and addresses so many social issues without being preachy. I know who you are. Yeah, this starts well. I don't think this ends well. But I love that they take their time in the first episode or two to reestablish these characters just in case. That's the thing. So, if you look at the Avengers, right? So, Avengers 1 made $1. 1.5 billion. That's more than Thor, Cap and Iron Man 1 together. I think Cap, both Iron Man movies and Cap 1 and Thor 1 and Hulk is at at or similar maybe a little bit more than avengers one so they had to reintroduce the characters here people were already super invested in all the characters other than iron fist which got way better ratings than people thought Uh, but from a storytelling standpoint to set the mood if they went right into we run into each other and we're a team up it's so much less interesting i think defenders 2 is going to be much better the fact that luke Cage season 2 jj season 2 jj season 3 daredevil season 3 iron fist season 2 none of these were questions in terms of being greenlit shows you how interested people are in these characters up oh, there's some shoes I'm just watching this drama guys This is great Mike Coulter's awesome in these scenes He's such a great father figure Which is why these types of kids Always reject them in the end He doesn't want help Doesn't want shit Yep I've seen this a million times My sister who's a teacher in the inner city school Sees this shit all the time It's not about finding a mentor It's about actually reaching these kids Too late Yeah oh he's the link i love this luke cage despite daredevil's brains despite jj's brains and investigation luke cage is ultimately the one who discovers this through this kid because he's working a side job for the yakuza i believe and that's what the connection is which is brilliant ties in with the character ties in with the story by the way tons of iron fist first 15 minutes and now we're with the other three characters this is great so i know i'm gonna love the first three or four episodes the question with this commentary will be the sec the back half of the season when they're just winding down to the final confrontation luke doesn't realize that some people don't want to be defended they want to die or they want to get killed or they want to get shot or whatever oh that's loud mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, Cage, baby, they have rough sex and they love each other. Sorry, Rosario Dawson. It's gonna happen. They're gonna have to kill Claire Temple and I thought they were gonna kill Claire Temple in the series specifically to clear the way between Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I'm really glad they didn't and Misty Knight because I love both of them, but JJ and Luke Cage have to get together in JJ Season 3 or Luke Cage Season 3 or Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, she... (laughs) She, so Kristen Ritter grew up a self-admittedly a tomboy and, was, and so she can channel that as feminine as beautiful as she is now. Who's this? She's going to bust this shit open. I don't care what word shit you're into. We got to talk. Yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. She just means you're literally gonna pay for the doorknob. <laughs> not that I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Man speaking to some TV. This isn't gonna be good. Gonna be so, you say people gonna die. You say people gonna die. So since my PlayStation's not working, I'm sitting by my computer but watching it on the big screen. So far, so good. Oh, Jessica gets fucked. I hate this. Because she already got fucked in the first season, and now she's going to get in trouble with this season. I fucking hate this shit. Jessica's always getting in trouble. God damn it. God fucking damn it. I hope I didn't just unplug my mic. I just don't care about Sigourney Weaver. I do not care about this woman. People who are evil their entire life and treat people like shit and are evil, killer, greedy monsters, and they're dying of cancer. It's not Laura Roslin in Battlestar Galactica. I'm sorry. They're trying to take a page from Laura Roslin in Battlestar Galactica, but it's not sympathetic because Laura Roslin, especially in the first couple of seasons as Secretary of Education, is so lovable and so sympathetic. yeah greatest city in the world it is i love these two together and despite already uh, annoying emotionless writing in iron fist season two these two are fantastic they are romantic but they're also best friends and that's something i can super super relate to honestly honestly both my best and my like worst and craziest relationships have been with people who have been like friends or close friends or close friends material. Sometimes it's the person you want to marry. And sometimes it backfires the whole thing. These two have a real spiritual understanding. I know it's controversial. They made Danny Rand Iron Fist, a white rich white dude. However, is there someone here? Um, it was very important for Jessica Henwick to be a co-lead, not just because of her Chinese-ness, uh, but because of her in- such grounded relatability and connection to actual China, even though he's actually spent more time there, I think. Am still light. <laughs> oh, this is about to end. All right. All right, so I'm going to go right into... Uh, here's the Herc. This is the first of the earthquakes in New York that uh, they're they're digging down in the hole. This is a very Arrow CW thing. Another major problem with defenders is the big Asian bad guys, Chinese, Japanese, whatever, are ultimately drawing from what we see on the CW with the Arrow in particular, digging holes into the ground and so forth, but it's all to get the team together. The production values are slightly better in this series, considering it had a higher budget and only eight episodes. Uh, but there's still a few major glaring CGI problems. Now, they've nailed the Danny Fist, Danny Rand Iron Fist. Right. The Luke Cage, Daredevil, and J.J. Powers you can finesse. And they're supposed to be a little campy, you know. Um, That's the test of the, uh, I forget what they call it. That's such a hideous outfit she's wearing. Oh, there's Electra. Elodie Young is so stunning. And and she's so charismatic and cool and down to earth and funny in real life. I hate when they force these characters to do it. Now, it does pay off in the very end when she rebels and becomes herself and tries to save everybody, I think, in the end. (laughs) Look at Matt Murdock. By the way, I don't know if anyone has actually pulled off being blind uh, on screen so well and so often and so regularly as matt, uh, charlie cox as matt murdoch which is especially impressive because he can tell what's going on around him through his senses if not through his eyes yep they have to set the stakes they're gonna you know they're gonna drown hell's kitchen in a giant pit of hell into the earth I don't mind seeing it through him. It's nice to get JJ as the one A lead and not the one one lead. Boom. All right, guys. Well done. Mean Right Hook, episode two coming next. Going to take a short break, and I believe this is... Yeah, I'm seeing the elevator. So they already come together by the end of the second episode, so this is great. I'm going to release these two back to back, but I'm going to put them as separate files. So thank you for joining me. Start the next file. I'm going to immediately... I think because of my JJ commentaries I did a few years ago, and I didn't even do an intro or a lead-in. I just I just went straight into the episode. So I might just go straight into the episodes, but at most I'll do a quick countdown to get you you in season one episode two mean right hook going to be released with this episode and uh i hope you enjoy it because it's absolutely phenomenal i've already paused it getting ready for the next and the glorious team up in the apartment building one of the great fight scenes of all time that's up there with the avengers thank you guys so much you've been amazing i've been the bizzle may the force be with you but for now the bizzle cast is out